0: Welcome to the Randall Report. That's news to me, episode four.
1: Hi, uh, welcome, Mel. How how you been?
0: I'm good. How are you, Sam?
1: Yeah, not bad, you know. I enjoyed my holiday, but we'll talk probably a little bit more about that at the beginning of the next one, because as we know, that's news to me. We've got about uh, 30 minutes to um, get to the bottom of uh, however, how many subjects we can, um, but um, max 10 minutes, of course. Um, So I'll avoid talking about the obvious one, which is, of course, um, uh, our present government. Um, But uh, um, uh, so first up of today's subjects is, um, of course, Putin's annexation of four regions of Ukraine. Um, What do you make of the wise wherefores of what's behind uh, his timing of this? And, of course, what looks to be a bit of a, uh, how can I put it, a corrupt vote. I mean, 90, what was it, 98.23% voted for it. Um, And from what I gather, many of them at the point of a gun. (laughs) What do you make of this? What do you make of it all? Um, How legitimate do you think it is since he doesn't even control all of those four regions?
0: Well, according to media, he doesn't control those four regions. I think the reality is probably slightly different. Well, he controls um, part of
1: them, I guess.
0: Part what's of each of the four, this? but not
1: all. Well, we know from from, uh, from uh, that the towns and places are being retaken, and I noticed this morning. This morning's news.
0: Who's, who's told you that. <laughs>
1: You've got to stop clearly, this clearly. completely one-sided thing that everything that Putin says is correct and
0: everything that the West says is. Well, no, exactly, and the, and the line sits some. The line sits somewhere in the middle, doesn't it? Yeah, they're all fucking liars. Uh, well, <laughs> well, there you go. So, I think, in terms of the um, the referendum, referenda, Uh, I think it said one region had 982 another region had 84%. So I don't think it's sort of 98% across the board, but still it seems a little bit exaggerated, and that's fine and uh, and fair enough. I think definitely when it comes to Donetsk, for example, it's ethnically Russian for the most part anyway. So I think there was, you know, much like Crimea, there is a, a more... Russian tilt anyway, so well, let's we can we can leave that. We all we all know why that is. Okay, fine, but we can we can leave that we can leave that to one side. Um, so the reason why Putin has, you know, decided to push for these four regions to become essentially ascended into the Russian um, territories is because he's using that as, um, as military leverage. Because essentially right. what he is saying is that this is now Russian land. So if there are any Ukrainian forces on Russian territory, it then gives Russia carte blanche to wipe the enemy out because they're on Russian territory, not on Ukrainian soil anymore. So that's that's um, that's where that's okay. where that's where the logic is. But and the, where's yeah. the logic? Where the logic. The... Hold on a second. The logic is also to ensure that NATO, you know, then doesn't cross any further lines by saying, you know, if now Re- Russia recognises this new territory as Russian, NATO can't step into Russian territory because then that would essentially escalate things to a new level that nobody. Nobody Not. wants um, I mean
1: excuse me for saying it, but of course, uh, and
0: only well Russia and so and a few other countries recognize the new expansion of other
1: countries because china doesn 't well, uh, well, you uh,
0: say, you say that, but China, Brazil, and India they didn 't ratify the u n uh, treaty the other day, so it's a tacit it 's a tacit yeah. agreement. And these are not small countries. This is half no, the world.
1: No, but uh, India India, and uh, Brazil, particularly, um, you know, the one thing is not ratifying uh, a UN resolution or. or it's it's as good as. Um, the United but it's States. But there's another is- thing when China, as is, is, is what has clearly happened over recent weeks, is starting to distance itself further and further. And it's actually this in the last few days. Uh, called for a different direction and has also said that they do not agree with this um, annexation of the four regions.
0: There's what they say to the West and there's what they actually do in reality and usually they're two very different things.
1: Yes, but at the end of so, the day, it, it's, 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 it's very clear when the diplomatic lang- or the language is... Uh, I mean, if it was all... Uh, no, so you, what he's doing is correct. Uh, then obviously that would be a different
0: matter, but clearly, clearly, well, China, they're weaving
1: a much more diplomatic, uh, and, and
0: China's uh, also amassing troops, you know, on the southern Chinese border, you know, waiting for something to happen before they try to take Taiwan, but no one's yeah. saying anything against that, well, yes. So, and, I mean, and
1: you know, obviously, that, uh, it's only recently that China and Russia relations have improved. So let's not pretend for a moment that uh, all will necessarily remain sweet. Agreed. Between the two, no,
0: that's the um, course. And history
1: obviously tells us that uh, from from alliances that existed uh, around in then previous uh, major wars, not least the. Uh, Second World War.
0: But China is no friend of the West and neither is Russia. So obviously they come together. <laughs> That's a bit about
1: right? China is barely no mates sit on the world stage generally.
0: Well, no, which is exactly why they're seeking alliances elsewhere. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth yeah. to the West that India, for example, has made its stance very clear. And so is Brazil. Yeah, You know, the US was hoping that at least one of those countries... You know would have ratified the the u n treaty because yeah. it would have been a far better showing on behalf of the West well,
1: i'll tell you what I'll tell you what I would say yeah if I was the British government uh and in fact the British people need to be demanding it frankly it would be the I would make sure um if I was in government given India's position that that was the end of all the aid that we've been because we've been giving them fortune's worth of aid every year um, from this country even though they've got their own flaming space uh, programme which I find utterly uh, bizarre that um, half the Indian population are living really in substandard conditions um, and and yet huge sums of money are being wasted on the space programme and we're handing out aid to them when people here are using food banks and struggling. It just seems to me to be an absolute paradox.
0: We should also make note that over the course of you know, the, the war, um, that Russia and many other countries have been pushing for an agreed negotiation. But it's odd... What, that, on Ukraine? On Ukraine. But yeah. it's odd that the West seems to be pushing for more war. Well, why do you they're, say they're, they're pushing for more? Well, because you what? know you you would think that given the dire situation that we find ourselves in, that the US, the West, Europe would move to try and organize some sort of negotiated settlement, whether oh, wow. even if that includes cessation of some land, so wow. ceding some land. However, well, however, at the moment, yeah. it looks like the only interest is to fund the war and to cause more, I, I more, more sort of destruction. I, can't, I don't quite understand it.
1: I can't entirely agree with your vision of it because, obviously, um, uh, as we've seen before with uh, Vladimir Putin, first it was Crimea, and let's be about right, international spectators, uh, experts on elections, referenda, and the like, uh, determined that the number of people that actually... Voted in the, the the Crimea referendum was was basically um, a number of the pig and a poke. Frankly, it was nothing. It was about thirty um, odd percent. The exactly same, the yeah. same as British it's elections. Just, well, no, no, British elections roughly stand at around 30%. sixty to sixty three percent of the vote. Well, I can give you the I can find you the statistic. Most elections. Don't get me wrong. Obviously. The Brexit uh, referendum was much, much higher because it's actually... Because uh,
0: well, it affected all of us. affected all of us. But the can't... average
1: British election, roundly speaking, although it's been uh, somewhat less in recent years, it's still been around 60 to 63% of the um, uh, voting population that have taken part. Um, and and so you, you, you've you got to question the... the you know, we could get into a big history lesson over Crimea. But I am sure the West's position over n- not negotiating the settlement with Russia is, is it'll be these four reasons. What will it be next? We've had Crimea and then it's these four. What will come after? Will it be the annexation of Belarus? Notwithstanding
0: well, no, next Putin's is, next is a own side. speech.
1: Um, he, in his speech, uh, the his annexation speech with his rock concert and all the uh, um, people that were busy being paid to wave flags um, to support him, uh, if that's your point of view, of course. Um,
0: well, Where did you, you get that from? He
1: said that the Soviet leaders, which I assume he was referring to Gorbachev, had no right to give away the Soviet countries Um, uh, during the period in in the early 90s uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall I mean that kind of sends a message of what his intention is and perhaps why there isn't going to be a negotiated settlement um, to give away a bunch of land to Ukraine because he'll be back for more next week that's my that's I think the take on it that's my helpful opinion Anyway, because that was his language. It's like somehow that uh, something had been taken off from what was the Soviet Union and they had no right to do it, which I find is, um, you know, let's be well, about right. Like, half like of those countries, the Soviet Union, have no right to
0: be in in the first place. Much like Russia giving away Alaska for $400. Well, they sold that, it. That's also a mistake, is it not? It's a mistake, but they sold it. Okay,
1: but it's a mistake. You know, if I you sell your car, your your beautiful car that's worth a hundred grand, and you sell it for two grand, you can't go back a week later and go, "Oh, I, I've had a, 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 no, a, a change of heart." But
0: it's a mistake. Of so a giving mistake. away a bunch of land is also a mistake. Well, it's a mis- so he's just making his own opinion. He's making he's his saying, own
1: opinion, yeah. but he's actually also making his really kind of some clarity as to his intention. And we can already see that from his actions. So anyway, I dare to say we've used our 10 minutes up. Um, and it kind of moves us on conveniently to the next topic, which is uh, North Korea, of course, uh, having fired its first, I think it's kursun type missile um, over Japan. Which uh, of course landed uh, neatly in the Pacific. What do we make of that? First missile they fired in five years, and it's supposed to be in uh, uh, because of the the military maneuvers that are taking place between
0: the the US US and South Korea. Exactly. And I think Japan's involved too. Probably. Yeah.
1: What do you make of all of that? What do you make of Mr. Kim Jong un, who at one point, very briefly, was. Donald Trump's mate.
0: Well, I mean, essentially, he's, this is another country that's sort of seen as a prior state. Mm-hmm. The only way they have to protect themselves is to use military might, which is exactly what they've done. Well, you know, it... what, what other choice have they got exactly? Mm. There won't be a negotiation between, between North Korea and the UN or the West. That's never going to happen. China supports North Korea to the hilt. So essentially, China probably said, if you want to test a missile, go ahead. We give you our we give you our blessing. Just make sure you don't go hit any land or any people because it will be a big problem. And so it's another it's another it's another missile test into the water just to show that hey, we're still here. Yeah. Don't get too close because we know what we're doing. We now have we've now shown and proven that we have nuclear armaments. You know, so I mean was a school leave, of leave thought. us leave us alone.
1: There was a school of Thought that some years ago when they were doing all those military parades that the missiles had that look of being cardboard.
0: No, I think some were there, I think some were so. I think some were genuine and some were obviously manufactured. Which is the giveaway is, is of the missiles had Amazon written on it? <laughs> yeah, you laugh, but they still have nuclear weapons, yes,
1: they do. I think so. It's fair not, to say, it's not now that much of a joke. Uh, Well, no, I mean, for all of us, it's getting a bit, um, a little bit weird. Um,
0: Well, always, in my opinion, it was always that every country should have a nuclear weapon because it would level the playing field automatically, wouldn't it? Would it it not? If everyone had a nuclear weapon, it sort of keeps everyone in check.
1: Well, that's an interesting argument to use. Either no one has them or
0: everyone has them, and that should be sort of... A global policy. Yes. Well, of course, the,
1: you, you, the, the no one has them routines. Very hard to to sort because, uh, um, yeah,
0: Israel for example, <laughs> no, it doesn't top, have nuclear. The, yes,
1: there is a good point. Israel, which has maintained throughout that it doesn't have a nuclear arsenal uh, in the Golan and Heights, it, and it really kind of appears that it clearly does. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, it's it's the one that's tucked away in the back of the drawer, uh if there was none. But what 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 what, what, what why do you think it would be safer if everyone had
0: what one each? Well you'd have you'd have less aggression, wouldn't you? Yeah, For example, th- if you if Ukraine had a nuclear weapon, oh, would America Russia really? would, would Russia be so quick to to take military action against them? Probably not. Well, arguably they do,
1: because weirdly, I remember going back to to, uh, the 90s, and I don't know how much that situation has changed. They have silos, they don't have... Ukraine had a lot of nuclear weaponry left behind by Russia. Um, Now, whether that... um, There was a, 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 a tale going on, I think, in the early noughties. Um, where you know uh, it was thought that Ukraine had perhaps sold these on to despotic regimes,
0: much like the high marks that were given by the US that have also been sh- seen on the black market of recent times. Yeah, yeah, the Ukraine aren't quite so well. No, no, don't get me wrong. Don't no, get me
1: wrong. I don't believe any country is. Um, no, but the weird. Ukraine
0: is is adept at selling weaponry on the black market, it's kind of what they do
1: we don't sell it on the black market of course in Britain, we sell it openly
0: (laughs) to the Saudis and whoever else will pay yes
1: exactly, and then uh, so they can go and delightfully but any uh, Saudi princes that are listening no, I won't be visiting your embassy I don't fancy being put in lots of different boxes I mean for example, Um, this
0: is exactly why you know we like to invade countries that tend not to have nuclear weapons. But it's easier, isn't it? It's, it's a lot easier, isn't it? Yes. No. What I find rather But Russia rather? and China is less likely to happen because yes. there's always a threat that you're going to be annihilated. So what, that's not
1: so good. What I find, a bit of an aside before we move on, what I find rather odd is the fact uh, that with um, uh, Saudi, we sell them all these arms. They go and then bomb the hell out of Yemen. And then uh, we are littered. On our TV screens, with adverts begging us to give our hard-earned money over <laughs> to, to look after the Yemeni refugees that are suffering as a consequence of the arms we sold out in the first place.
0: Go, going back <laughs> Seems to, a bit
1: cockeyed.
0: Going back to North Korea, very quickly. Yes. You know, as with all countries, they have the right to self-determination. Yeah. You know, you might not like what's happening there, which is fair enough. But the way you deal with these things is through diplomacy as opposed to sanctions and threats because sanctions and threats have never worked.
1: No, it clearly doesn't. Look
0: at Russia, look at North Korea, look at Iran, and many other countries. Sanctions simply don't work. It's a good way to oppress. A people and not a government.
1: Well, I think the idea, isn't it? Is it presses the people to the extent where they go, God, I don't want none of this. Let's get rid of our leaders. And I think that's the idea behind it. Uh, instead of which, what we end up with, uh, as we've seen most tacitly in the recent events with Russia and Ukraine, is that um, it kind of uh, undermines our own. Uh, situation a little bit so we want to get rid of our, our own leaders so it kind of works slightly in reverse but uh, hey there you go um, uh, so uh, I guess you know really it takes us now onto our final on um, uh, subject who who blew a hole in Nord Stream 1, or sorry, several holes in Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2, which is the gas pipeline that runs um, through the Baltic, I believe, uh, to feed to Denmark, Germany and the like. Russia is blaming America. America is blaming Russia. Um, What do we think about it? Because I've seen a lot of stuff on Instagram and Twitter, and of course, where uh, there's a, you know, it seems to be Fairly spliced down the middle.
0: I'd like I'm to, to say, hear. Oh, that.
1: it's the Americans. They did it. Um,
0: What's um, your opinion? I think we start with you before I obliterate your your, your oh, opinion. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs>
1: He's going to blow a hole in my opinion, rather than on stream <laughs> one or two. Because we're but, definitely we're, de- not, we're definitely not going to agree. So I'm, you not gonna, well start. Not, I'm not going to say I have the answer on this one because I don't think anybody really knows the answer to this question. Uh, because really. Uh, The whole point of whoever did do it is that they didn't want to get caught. Um, Clearly, it was very organised. Clearly, it's got to be down to either the Russians doing it themselves in order to blame America for doing it, to give them, again, more leverage, maybe. And more sanctions. Or or maybe... uh, Well, of course, if the sanctions don't work, Russia doesn't really care about those. I mean, really, how many more... Sanctions can we put on Russia that aren't there already? Aren't well plenty not, apparently. There's hundred
0: and twenty separate sanctions this round. Okay. Well to put aside, what kind
1: of things do they involve then? I thought they'd fairly um I so thought they'd was, fairly
0: covered it all. So it was um politicians so some politicians had sanctions placed on them. As well as family, their family members as the well. Oligarchs, of course. Some oligarchs and a few more companies have been sanctioned and put on essentially a blacklist. Right. Okay. It's 120 okay. in total, or something like that.
1: So, anyway, getting back to you, were asking my what my opinion is before you blow me out of the water. Um, <laughs> um, so that was my thought, if if uh, from the Russian perspective. Um, I kind of wasn't sure whether, if America's done it, what the reasoning would be, other than to make sure that the Germans this winter or another country this winter doesn't undermine the West's position by going, "Oh, it's too fucking cold out. We need to buy a bit of Russian gas. Can you please send us some?" Uh, and and thus weakening the alliance, um, because obviously the name of the game, if you like, was to starve um, f- money uh, from, from the sale of gas. Failed. Uh, from Well, of course it is, because he's just sold it to someone else who is willing to have it at a cut price, um, which of course, you know, yeah. it's like anything in this world, isn't it? There's always going to be somebody who will buy uh, the right money um, you know, and overlook any principles. So that, that was my thinking. I can't say categorically that I think it's the US or that I think it's Russia. I simply don't know. I've simply been trying to work out who the bloody hell would uh, really uh, think that it was a good idea to do it.
0: Well, okay. So if we look at who has more to benefit, if you look on the Russian side, Russia, all they have to do is turn the taps off, which is essentially what they did. So but, where's the benefit in then blowing up their own pipeline?
1: So they can blame America for doing it, because it would look okay. less likely that it would be them, but okay, and that it would be argued that the West is escalating the situation, and that way Russia can seek, uh, Putin can seek to get better support that might be waning support, at home.
0: Support from whom? From
1: the Russian oh. people. That it would be somehow a direct at- attack on Russian interests, and because his popularity is waning in, in, uh, at home, what, this would um, perhaps help to, to, what do to we, what rekindle. Do we, what do we mean by that? Would be his, my we, view. What do we
0: mean by waning? He has around eighty percent support. Well,
1: for this war. Where's your? Where's the proof of your? Your Cause sorry, it, the percentages because it was
0: because it was ninety two percent, and now it's down to about eighty percent. So at the beginning of the war, it was around 92%.
1: <laughs> and that's the 70% of them. Today. They're only saying it because it's like they don't want to end up out of a window. Today,
0: Today it's about 80%. Yeah. According to Russian sources, that's because. Exactly. Russian, well, RT and um, what's, uh, Al Jazeera. Yeah. I mean, one's got got to be very Um, careful
1: how you bandy about percentages. But the issue Um, is, Simon, because when people don't support him, invariably, invariably, there's a catalogue of them, have ended up
0: falling out of windows. There's seemed to have been a lot of falling out of windows. We're not talking about hundreds of thousands of people, though, are we? No. It's not people. It's, yes, there's not like you, a line of hundreds of thousands jumping out. But the,
1: the fact of the matter is, there's more than a, some hundred and odd thousand that have crossed the borders to avoid the conscription. So yeah, of course, because they don't
0: want to fight. The same would happen in any country, Simon.
1: So you can't tell me that this, this the, the thing same, of popularity. The same would
0: happen anywhere. If there was conscription tomorrow in this country, how many millennium millennials would end up fleeing? for fear of actually ending up in, an, in a conflict of some sort or another. Let's not, let's not, let's most be serious. too
1: fucking large to run
0: let's, let's be serious. You know, most people would run, for the, would run for the hills if they thought they were actually being conscripted. To, and as to long fight. as they know there and was a fried talk, chicken shop on the and way. Let's, <laughs> and let's talk about this for a second. When it comes to the conscription, the people who are being conscripted are not going to the front line. This is also a misconception. No, we know that. They're they're, really. Okay, so they they are more than likely not going to face, you know, any kind of military action. They're there to replace the actual armed forces that will be going to the front line and probably looking to take more territory into Odessa and to and to you know yeah. and well, to se- and to secure their existing borders. Which you doesn't know, seem to be so, happening. So, 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 so these con- these people who are being conscripted. Are mostly going to be within Russia, and they will replace those that will right. be going to fight. Are, are you trying to tell me that so you don't you've got think... nothing? You've got these people have got nothing to worry about because they're not exactly going to go front line and have to fight. Because number got one, it. they yeah. don't have the training. You're not going right. to send, you know, unlike in in the Ukraine where they're send, where they're sending, you know essentially teenagers in geriatrics. Well, sorry, no
1: different to what we did in the First and Second World War. Of yeah, but, People yeah, but, of 14, 15, and 16, you're going off to fight. But
0: we're not war. in the 1910s and 1940s anymore. Well,
1: you say we're not, but things aren't much different.
0: Well, yes, they are. You know. Military technology is well, take, te- taken, taken a few steps the forward. military so. technology
1: might have taken a massive step forwards, but the uh, willingness of political leaders... To use their populations as cannon fodder, I don't believe has changed one sodding bit, frankly. Anyway, I guess we'll never really know until somebody. The is Americans able to... did it.
0: <laughs> and the I'm reason, and the reason why they I'm did not it, convinced. and the reason why they did it is because it ensures their own uh, gas production gets sold to the to Europe. At almost double the cost, so it sees them down oh, to they're, the ground. They were always going to sell their gas production at double the cost just to make of a healthy profit. going to, to
1: sell on, it because the it wasn't you, going to sell it on the backs
0: of Europeans. Well, it's all on our backs.
1: That's about right? They're talking now, as you know, about a shortage of gas supply this winter in the UK, folks. Uh, and to make matters worse, of course, much of our electricity is generated via gas-powered stations. Um, So I'm afraid what we all need to do is get stocking up on those candles.
0: Can we talk about, very quickly, I know it's a little bit off topic, Hmm. but there is a a company in the UK that produces power from uh, wood pellets. Oh, yes, a, i have heard of it you have heard of this It's yeah. suppose it's one you know it's a new form of technology that's being used yeah. in an anaerobic system whereby they put wet, uh, they burn wood pellets yes and the gases that are created turns turbines create electricity Yes. now this company that has been given six billion in green in green um green funds yes. has now been accused of essentially what well, of essentially um Cutting down ancient forests in Canada. Oh, great. Turning that into wood pellets. That's all we need. Sending it into the UK and then burning it. And then they also get green credits for the pleasure. And the government seems to be doing this knowingly. It's an absolute... It is cockeyed. It's an absolute sham. But anyway, sorry. A A bit of an aside.
1: Well, yes, that's quite all right. Well, we are bang on the time. That's not bad. Um uh, we didn't manage to completely fall out with one another, although you think America is what done it uh and i am not sure I'm not going to 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 pin my colours entirely to the mast because I have to say that it could you could well be right in the scheme of things um it is certainly wasn't a clever thing to do
0: um oddly enough your point i think your point was was very succinct to say that it would make sense to blow up the, the pipeline to ensure that Europe wouldn't try to circumvent sanctions and try to get gas from Russia. Yes. So I think at least on a political standpoint, no. it ensures that sort of there is no way yes. that I don't move. think it's an economic
1: move. I think it's purely a political. Move. Whatever has that, that done this that it that was a sense. political move. So that make, that wrong, ma- yeah,
0: but this makes more if sense it was to, to make, Russia
1: it was to make it look uh, in my view, to make it uh, look as though uh, uh, the West was having a, uh, an absolute attack on, on Russian interests and therefore helped Putin to shore up support. Because it's very clear that things aren't going uh, as uh, as well for him as he, he, he thought. There, there's been all sorts of talk in the last week that he's not leaving the country um, because he's frightened of a, what do they call one of those coups that takes place when somebody conveniently goes away for a week and they go right he's out let's <laughs> and he comes back to a bit of a surprise but equally America will have done it uh, if they did it um, from a political point of view to ensure that there's no backtracking as the winter starts to bite anyway on that note um, we will bid you a good day from the Randall Report until next time Thank you to all who are listening or viewing The Randall Report. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please do subscribe. It is absolutely free. What is it, Mel? Free. And of course, you can contact us via the following email address, therandallreport at gmail.com. There's also our Twitter feed, at Randall underscore report, and Instagram, the underscore Randall underscore report. So subscribe hit the notification button and do feel free to leave us a message and we will do our level best to reply. Until next time, wishing you all peace and happiness. Be kind to yourself and others.